Yo, Ron, what's going on? What's up, man? How's it going? Yeah, we got episode nine of Succeed as a Young Man podcast with your host, Petro, and we got my guest, Ron, on. What's going on, bro? What's up, guys? Glad to be back. It's been a few podcasts. Yeah, bro. Uh, today, we're talking about food and why it's important to make a change in your life with food, why it's important to uh, get dialed in what your goal with food is so that way you can achieve your goals more and how it's sustain your energy and how food relates to other parts of your life, like your financial success, uh, your relationship success, and your overall purpose in life, because that's what we're here for. Um, let's start off today, Ron, just by giving some experience on how food changed our lives. I know you've been... Uh, you were a vegan for a little while. You were doing a little fasting. Let's get a little history behind you, my guy. Yeah, so I've experimented with so many things. I've done vegan. I've tried keto. I've, you know, lost a ton of weight to the point where I've looked unhealthy. I gained weight to the point where my body fat was, you know, at levels I didn't want it to be. So, you know, I have a real personal experience with how uh, food intake and how we can, how I control it really impacts um really impacts one's life what made you what made you do these decisions like you said you were vegan for three years yeah like two and a half three years i would say um that decision it usually came from at the time i believe on social media that, that was when the vegan stuff was really going going hard and you know i mean i kind of got sucked into it and i was like you know what like at first it started off i was like let me just try it out for a week and I tried it out, and I just ended up staying with it. I found it, at, at the time, I found it to be, like, something that I thought was beneficial. And so I kind of just stayed with, stayed with it. And then, you know, once you do things for so long, this becomes, like, habit. So after, like, a few months of it, it just became, like, a lifestyle. And then then I ended up, you know, I don't know, I guess I, I just wasn't really enjoying the way I was feeling and starting to look after a couple years. <laughs> And so I just started going back slowly. I started going back to more like organic meats, and then yeah, here I am today. You know. Yeah, bro. I had the same experience too. Where um, there was a big push. It's twenty twenty three now. It was a big push, probably like seven years ago, I think, to to go vegan. And it was all these influencers saying how how beneficial it is for the earth and how beneficial it is for your health. And so I did the same thing where like I tried it for a few months. I was mainly more of the um, uh, vegetarian route for a long time. I did vegan. I was a vegan for like a month, but I tried being a vegetarian or even like a pescatarian uh, for probably like a year or two. Um, and it's the same thing with me. Like the, what happens is you get, you get a quick boost of energy from it um, because most people are eating overly processed foods as it is and they're not eating enough greens. So it's almost like a detox. So the first few weeks, you're feeling great just because you got more nutrients in your body. Uh, but then what happens is like you just can't have enough protein. You can't have certain nutrients like vitamin K, vitamin B. And so then you start defaulting to supplements. If you're informed, if not, then you just keep going around in that route. And then it becomes just like a routine like you mentioned. Um, so I did the same thing with that. And then I got sucked in with uh, uh, carnivore. I was doing carnivore for a little while. I remember doing... Um, like only protein diet where I was eating only lean meats. Uh, I got stuck with doing like keto, like you mentioned. I got stuck with doing uh, fasting. Um, I never went the full like fruitarian route. There's some people that do like full of fruitarians and all they eat is fruit. Um, could never afford that. <laughs> but uh, uh, 
the my personal experience with all this kind of stuff was like it's good to try it out, see how long, see how long it lasts, see what information I could provide. It also just if there was a client that came to me that had uh, that specific um, position for the diet, um, I started. Uh, yeah, I wanted to have that wisdom. Um, but other than other than you just wanting to experiment with it, and then you wanting just to get you know some information about it, what made you like like push veganism so hard? Because um, the thing with me is, at the time, based on information that I was receiving, I thought that like that was the the best way to eat for like optimal health, and that's kind of the thing with me is like I'm very conscious about like trying to be healthy and always you know, maintain uh, peak performance. So at the time, since that's what was being like heavily promoted, I thought that was the way. And so I was like on board. It was like, it wasn't even like a challenge for me at the time. Cause I'm like, Hey, it's a lifestyle. This is going to make me have optimal health. You know, like this is how I'm living. And you know, that's kind of, and that kind of lasted for, you know, two and a half, three years. Yeah, man, for me, it was a little bit different. Even though I wanted, like, the peak performance, for me, it was, like, the moral issue. Like, I started believing from, like, these influencers that I had, like, a, a purpose to save the world, and I needed to do that by uh, not having uh, beef and having, like, you know, cows, like, fart and shit. So I thought I was contributing to, like, the world's problems by eating meat. And then once you actually uh, dive the rabbit hole uh, the opposite way, you actually learn that, you're doing the opposite thing for the world because you may be saving like more animals lives. Um, but in, uh, in reality, you're killing a lot of animals just by having vegetables as well. Like all these animals that need to be, um, uh, put down and having, uh, like, for example, like when you're growing a bunch of vegetables, you got to make sure there's not insects on the vegetables. You got to make sure there's no like foxes or, um, or like rats or any of that kind of stuff around it. So you're killing a lot of animals. You may not be killing all these like big creatures, but for me, it was a moral issue because I felt like if I'm saving, um, saving more animals, I'm like giving the world, you know, the, the, giving the world something back. But then what happens is you start being so fragile just because you don't have enough protein and you don't have certain vitamins. And I felt the same way where I just like couldn't hold on to it. And then my body, my body was like super light, like an ideal, body weight for me is probably like 210 at 62 and I was like going towards like 170 or so and like I felt super spiritual I guess but I don't know I don't know how spiritual I actually felt like looking back now because I was so light body weight and I, I think it also gives you like this kind of ego boost where you're like oh I'm I'm doing something for the world or some shit you know that's how I felt it's like I'm helping the world out and and you have all these people that like go this vegan route and they almost are like egotistical with it um but other than that, what what else have you tried that that didn't or did work? All right. So aside from aside from vegan, I tried um keto. I tried keto. That that didn't last too long, honestly. So I tried keto. That probably lasted maybe a month tops. And the reason why I tried keto was I had like a, um, a relative on Facebook who was like like a doctor or whatever. I forgot what exactly he specializes in, but he had made this like long post on how he's been keto for the past, not even keto, my mom say carnivore. He's been carnivore for the past like three years and all these, all these like amazing health benefits that he's been seeing and some of his patients been seeing. And so I was like, you know what, let me, let me try that out because I do know that 
you know, process cars or something we can do without. So I tried it out, but it, it just felt like it felt very like incomplete for me. Just uh, I didn't really feel good in the gym. I did lose a bit of weight, but I knew it wasn't something that I could sustain. And I think, it, you know, it all comes down to that, you know, like the best, you know, you can't look at it as like I'm like a vegan diet. Want to, you know, it has to be something that you can really have as a lifestyle. And I knew a carnivore or keto wasn't something that I would be able to sustain. So that didn't last too long. You felt like uh, you felt like the liver king out there. <laughs> yeah, man, it was it was tough. I, mean, I don't know. I feel like it, it kind of complicated my uh, my meal prep. So so now what's been working for me is I just have a, a nice balance of everything. You know. Yeah, bro. I uh, I had a time probably like a year and a half, two years, where I was like heavy into like organ meats, and I actually I actually I'm a big believer that organ meats have a lot of nutrients in them. Um, I think it is healthy, but when you start making your own, your whole diet just throughout eating meat, um, you're definitely missing out on like nutrients and fiber and stuff. But you have both camps like telling you like you don't need certain things. Like the vegan uh, camp is telling you you don't need so much protein, and the carnivore camp is telling you you don't need so much, uh, so much vitamins uh, because a lot of the vitamins that like you're getting from vegetables are like bioavailable. And then you follow like carnivore MD at all? Yeah, I follow him. I think I have him on Instagram. Yeah, he's like he, he tells everybody that like all these vegetables have like these defense mechanisms and so this defense chemicals and so when you're eating them, you're not even getting all the nutrients because the vegetables don't want you know want you to eat them. Um, you know, so there's a lot of information out there. Uh, I've tried the same thing before where I, I did I did like a keto paleo type of thing. And I think all all of these diets are just tools, and you can try them out for a little while. But you have to make sure that you're using it as a tool and not just a lifestyle because it's just unsustainable. It's also just unsustainable for the average person just to eat fucking steak over every single meal. Like, it's just hella expensive. Uh, you're not going to bring you know, just a piece of steak to work with you either. It's just like the whole concept. <laughs> the whole concept is like you have these influencers talking about, you know, sustainable lifestyles. But they don't – like even Carnivore MD had like a video the other day and um, – and I just like to be like I like to to make these podcasts and make this information known for the general public because that's who mainly we're serving. And he made a video the other day, and he's like, "If I had a desk job, this is what my routine was." And he spent like the first the first two hours in the morning uh, working out at six o'clock, and then uh, then he sunbathed, and then he he stared at the sun, and then he had like organ meat, and then he like stretched. And like all the fucking comments are like, yo, who the fuck is this guy? Like, this guy's making millions from you know from working from home because he's a supplement company. But all his fucking viewers are just like, yo, none of this. Like, he's like, I, one guy's like, yo, dude, I have to leave for the for the train to New York at seven thirty. I wake up at six, drive my kids to school. Like, I don't even have time for me in the morning. And like, Carvor MD's like, oh, every single hour at your desk job at work, make sure to take a five minute walk. Um, like all these kind of like. You know, tools that could be beneficial, but I don't know. The way maybe he posted it just seemed like a little, little too arrogant or a little too much um, information because um, most people aren't going to follow that kind of stuff. So um, our next conversation on how the food is, um, and we spoke about this briefly today, is like how how young men in our culture are having this misalignment between their goals and their food. Um, specifically, like you have people that are obese, especially for most young men nowadays, the obese epidemic is fucking crazy. Uh, and then you also have, in my experience, a trend women, you have the opposite. A lot of women 
don't want to eat because they don't have a, a relationship built with their food because they don't understand what the food is for, that it's just a tool, that you can't enjoy your food, but you have to make sure that it's aligned with your purpose. Um, how do you use food, Ron, to achieve your higher goals? Yeah, so for me personally, you know, I, I view food, uh, food as a tool to help me reach my goals. So depending on depending on what I'm trying to do at the moment, that's how I'm going to structure all my meals around. And so I make sure that everything I eat, I either um, plug it in to like a, any kind of the apps they have out there to track the calories. I'll do that. I'll make sure I'm buying things that can uh, benefit me. And I don't, I just try to not eat random things, you know, because I think that's kind of the, kind of the issue, you know, like, especially in America, everything, everything runs on convenience. Quick, you know, let me grab a quick this and grab a quick that. But these things don't actually help us reach our goals. So that's kind of how I look at food, you know, what do I have to eat this week and the next week so I can reach whatever weight goal I have for this month? Well, how do you give that advice to some of the general population? For example, we were both training a client yesterday, um, and he has a hard time. Like, he seems like he's working out consistently, and his overall lifestyle is trying to lose weight. He's wrapping his head around, like, how do I have a sustainable uh, nutrition plan? So, like, in my experience, when I train clients, the hardest thing for them is a calorie count because they have, like, this, like, brain block on like oh i have to monitor my food what would your be your your simplest advice for someone like our client yesterday that just wants to um to lose weight uh but their hardest time is just to get a wrap around their their diet yeah so i would say a good start you know without you know confusing them right 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 off the bat is you know find out what their weight is and what the current activity level is and then based on that you know i uh, determine a good calorie amount and then just get them into the habit of of calorie counting you know because they're probably coming from a place where they're just eating whatever they want throughout the day from the you know delis chinese restaurants so giving them this a, a, a start like okay this is the amount of calories i want you to have so that be, kind of becomes a habit and then once they kind of get the hang of calorie counting then you know graduate them to actual like macro counting because mm. I don't think a person is going to go from, you know, their whole entire life, never counting calories, eating whatever they want, and then just the next day, all right, so I need uh, 100 grams of protein. So I think a good start is overall is having them clean up their diet, uh, giving them different food options, and just getting into the rhythm of calorie counting. Okay, yeah, I think the hardest uh, thing for someone is um... – it's just like understanding what their true goals are because everybody has these goals. Like I have a goal of like wanting to make money and help people. I have a goal of trying to lose weight, but most people don't really understand where their current, um, where their current lifestyle fits with their goals, fits in with uh, what they can actually just do. You know, like for example, for me uh, with personal experience, um, you know, I'm trying to build, uh, I'm trying to build this, uh, this lifestyle and this, I just moved to Florida trying to build this lifestyle of health around my career. And sometimes it's hard because I have, you know, calls and I have clients and stuff. But my goal eventually is to make sure that I'm eating every single meal, make sure that I'm, I'm sleeping at a certain time. Um, but me just having like me transitioning from someone who's super busy into taking an hour break for my lunch and taking like an hour break before I go to bed to do a night routine is just not sustainable for me right now. 
So uh, asking someone what their actual goals are and how they, they fit around that. So for example, a client yesterday, like he, he's in a position where like, he has no information at all. And he might have like general information from someone, like you said, like, you know, you, you were getting like a post from your uncle and stuff, but how do you actually like, you know, listen to this person and actually see them results? Because I think that that's what a true coach is, not someone that just gives them more information, but someone that meets them where they're at and truly just cares about that. It's like, if we, if we truly care about progressing with someone's goals, um, that's how we're going to change someone's life and not just give information. Cause in my personal experience, I think the calorie counting thing is great because it actually gives you, you know, a mathematical equation to lose weight and it makes it really simple for clients. But I think the biggest thing for, for someone trying to work with their diet, because diet is closely related to your mindset, you got to go and target like their mental aspects around like their, their true needs is because you can give someone the information and the habit of like, yeah, you got to do this. But if their head doesn't wrap around it, if their if their overall goal isn't so meaningful, they're going to hop off. And I've had many clients in the past that like I give them a, a diet routine, I give them calorie counting. And the only thing that worked making sure that, that that tool was used correctly is continuously following up on them, meeting them where they're at, making sure that their, their mindset is like clear and focused on, on this goal. And some things that work for me is like envisioning is helping these clients like envision how they're going to feel when they lose this weight. How are they going to look once they do calorie counting consistently for a month? Um, what is their, if their goal is, Oh, I want to uh, get this fit for their, for their, um, their birthday or a wedding or an event. How are they actually going to enjoy that experience after they've done calorie counting? Cause all this shit is hard. It's hard to build a business. It's hard to calorie count. It's hard to lose weight. It's hard to be in a relationship that's successful. All this shit is hard, but it's just about, you know, choosing where you're going to meet with your current heart and then, um, and progressing with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I definitely agree. It's definitely a big mental aspect of it because like you said, everyone kind of wants to lose weight, but it's that, it's that, that vision. Like how do you, how do you see yourself at the end of this journey? You know, like that's, it's going to keep keep people going, the, the, the current lifestyle and how they kind of view things. Yeah, bro. And also just removing themselves from, like, their their vices, right? Like, the client we had yesterday, like, um, you know, is, is surrounding himself with vices um, in the town he lives in, with the people he hangs out with. And so the simplest thing, going back to like a recent podcast we had, is like just getting really clear in your goals and your whys, and then getting like really, really lonely, getting really like enjoying the loneliness or the silence, so that way you're not bombarded with so much enjoyment. Like I think it's really hard when you have a specific goal to um, to continue with that goal when you're surrounded with like social media and you're surrounded with friends, everyone around you has built you to be a certain image and then you built yourself to be that image and it's really hard to change because you don't see the potential you have. Um, but, you know, all of us know someone in our lives, whether it be from a movie or an actual person that's changed their lives to be great just because they wanted to. But it's hard to envision ourselves as that just because we haven't, you know, put the work in or even get the um, the snowball effect and the momentum running. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, I definitely agree with you. It's like, just, just getting, just getting started is like that, that initial like steps that people usually have trouble with, but it all comes together. You know, once you get rolling, it's just like things kind of just fall into place and it just becomes easier. Like, yeah, bro.
about like um like our diets we talked about like where someone needs to get started um where do you where do you think most people fall when it comes to like or most people fail sorry when it comes to like uh, changes in their diets changes in their lifestyle I would say a common thing that I see is it's the uh, the social life. I think, mm. you know, going out to eat and just uh, people trying to find find that balance between hitting their weight loss goals and maintaining their social life. Mm. Yeah, I, I definitely see that too. It's like um, like even for me, like I've I've lost like ten pounds in like three weeks because I've been really focused. But then like on Sunday. Um, like had like um, a little extra food and stuff and like it's okay to give yourself some reward and shit but that was all like a social thing it's about like you know building the right community around you so that way people are supported but dude it's it's really interesting the concepts behind like and the experiences and the ideas behind like you know your diet your food and like social aspects every single time you go to a party the first thing people do are like oh what do you want to eat we got food for you like pick get a place to a religious event, a birthday party, um, uh, any kind of celebration. Food is so heavily involved in that. And now in our society also also is drugs and like alcohol. And so you get in all these like these vices. Like if you think about it, like what is the main thing like a tribe does after they go out for a hunt? They celebrate their meals like our ancestors would. Or like if it's, you know, Christmas time, the main thing is like, well, what'd your mom make? Um, it's Thanksgiving, it's all around food. So like food is like such a inner inter is like such a um, um, such an important part of being a human and that's why it's so hard to change someone um, and help them grow is because they uh, you know they have so many social aspects. Um, so my thing would be in terms of like what I often see as failure is like uh, is like hardship like, like most people when they start a new diet, and they try to change their food, they expect it not to be hard. They expect it to be like, yo, I'm going to start this fucking diet. They get really hyped up by their trainer or, or someone else or themselves. And then they like, oh, shit, like, this actually sucks. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, I fucking, I don't want to eat this fucking food, you know? But, like, knowing the science behind it of, like, knowing that, you know, your body's addicted to sugar or your body's addicted to carbohydrate intake comparatively to, like, your protein intake or your body's, like... Right now, addicted to eating, like over binging. Like for me, when I was when I was uh, really big as a kid, the hardest thing for me, even until this day, actually, is like making sure I don't overeat at night because I built myself my mentality on like overeating in order to sleep. Because when you overeat, you get like you know food coma. And then for me, that was kind of like my habit to go to go to sleep. Um, what What about you, Ron? What's What's been something like a good or a bad habit that you've built around food? Well, all right. I'll give a little bit of both. So a bad habit that I, that I had in the past was kind of similar to you, actually. For some reason, I was just, like, really enjoyed, like, eating late at night. And, like, it would it really, like, this, it would just relax me. And for a long time, that was just, like, something that I was doing. I was just having, like, these super late meals. And obviously didn't have any good effect on me because there was, like, super high calorie. And I was eating and then hour or two later I'm going right to sleep so that was like a bad habit that I had for a while now I try to stop eating like around honestly I have dinner pretty early like around maybe eight the latest mm-hmm. um so and I would just say like in terms of like good habits 
now I just try to make sure everything is accounted for. And everything I eat is, like, more now for, like, purpose more than, like, oh, I feel mm-hmm. like I should eat this or I feel this way. You know, just, yeah, just resources now. Like, okay, I need to eat this so I can hit this goal. I need to eat well, this so what's I can your, hit that goal. What's your main, like, idea behind, like, because this, this whole podcast, like, I had a podcast before on, like, macros, but this whole uh, podcast today I want to talk about, like, why it's important for a young man looking to be successful in whatever field he chooses, why it's important for him to dial down his diet. And you just nailed it on the head. It's like, it's because it's like close to your purpose. Can you expand on that? Yeah. So, you know, the goals you have are they're either going to be achieved or not achieved by the lifestyle and the choices you make. So, you know, if you're in terms of like overall health, fitness, it's going to center around, you know, your diet. So if we, if that's not in line, it's not going to, it's not going to, it's not going to work for you. And also it comes down to self-control, which is like one of the most important things like a young man should have. And, you know, in the grand scheme of things, life is going to bring us so many challenges and obstacles. And I don't think something as simple as food should be one of the mm. things that we're going crazy. See, bro, that's why I ask you that. That's why I ask you these questions is because like in between these questions, you get to think and then you bring out these little gems and that's a little gem of like the reason why you like sacrifice these small little sacrifices every single day is because there's going to be endless pain in a young man's life of like his, you know, my dad's going through shits. So eventually, you know, knock on wood, he's going to die. Um, eventually your parents are going to die. Eventually, uh, a relationship can be broken. Eventually, your business can falter. But if you sacrifice every single day uh, between your diet, your lifestyle, your your challenges that you have every single day, those challenges uh, aren't, they're still going to be as heavy on your weight, but you being able to adapt to them and strive after and, um, and, and, uh, and sustain that pressure is going to make you stronger because the, the, the challenges don't get easier. You just get stronger. Uh, in order to, to deal with them and that's the gem that's a fire gem right there is that's why that's why you have to make these sacrifices every single day is because it's bound to happen that's just gonna go haywire you know yeah it's it's like yeah it's like you have to look at things kind of like in the bigger bigger perspective you know and that's something that I, I started doing recently and it's been been seeing the effects of it honestly you know just looking at things like okay this is a small sacrifice compared to the many more that life will eventually bring you, you know? The the true, like, definition of a young man pursuing his life to the fullest is is them accepting all challenges around them uh, and also them giving themselves challenges, uh, in my perspective, because it's, it's nice to get the ultimate goal of, like, a nice car and a nice house and getting the reward and getting the prize, but it's really, like, what I'm really figure out in my life is it's about the purpose and it's the purpose and the process that you progress with and the journey that you go through every single day that is actually like the 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 way you uh you live your life and actually the enjoyable part of your life and the actual like uh way you get challenged through your life is like that um that annoying ass process every single day yeah man like it also it's just it's just like it becomes like it becomes routine you know so it's like, I just feel like the more the more someone gets into it, the further the further it goes, you know, in the grand scheme of things, in terms of sacrifices. Mm, yeah, I like that. It's like um, <clears throat> uh, once you see yourself like progressing, especially as a young man, like as a young man, your number one goal 
to start off with and whatever age you are, it doesn't matter if you're 16 or 30 or 40, like you can still be, be a young man at heart because you haven't developed that like maturity. But your first number one goal should be like take care of your health, take care of your body. It's really hard. Like that's why it's really weird that the, there's a lot of millionaires in our society and, and rich people that are overshaped. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, that's their journey. But I feel like the number one priority as a young man should not be so heavy of like trying to fix your generational wealth and generational suffering and trauma and, you know, help everyone around you. Number one goal right now, if you're out of shape, is to just fucking get, get lean, get jacked and use that as an analogy for the rest of your life. If you're able to 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds, if you're able to have your joints not hurt, if you're able to gain more energy, that analogy can of, of being successful can be taken. But if you do the opposite route, how most people in our society do it, they eventually have a midlife crisis. They eventually, you know, falter because they they're building they're building their journey. They're building like this like step by step ladder on the wrong house that's going to eventually topple over because their their foundations of life that's that's sustainable. Uh, is all based on just finances. That's why I personally had a lot of clients that were like, you know, fucking millionaires, Wall Street, all this kind of things. And they go through like the, the simplest challenges of like, yo, what do I eat? All I fucking do is drink coffee every single day. I come home, I'm overweight and like I'm overly stressed. And they've been doing this shit for 30 years. Like, you know, that's the simplest challenge. Um, you know, any, any parting words? Yeah, guys. So, you know, just, just you know, pay attention to the, to the nutrition, you know, and it's, in the beginning, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough, you know, because especially in our society, you know, you know, coming from a place where we're run on convenience, uh, drive-throughs, fast foods, and you know, all these foods have all these chemicals and additives, so your brain's gonna be addicted to that, you know. So when you if you come from, you know, Dunkin' Donuts breakfast, fast food breakfast every single day, and then you try to eat actual real food, and you're probably not gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna be real with you. You're probably not gonna enjoy it for the first for the first few weeks because you got to give your your body time to adapt to actually to actually eating no, uh, uh, normal food. You know. Yeah, man. If you stick it through, I can I can promise you guys you're gonna see amazing results. And it sounds cliche, but you know, diet and nutrition really is key. We sound like personal trainers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but bro, that's where it starts for sure. It starts with you just like understanding like the the reason why you're going through this pain is because it's necessary because you're like that's why personally i'm a really big like advocate on on um i'm learning and, and getting like down to like the science behind it is because like a really good podcast for everybody interested in like changing their lives is andrew huberman because he kind of puts in like like health and like the science behind like why you're going through pain why you're addicted why you need to quit this shit out so that way you know you can change but bro that was a fire ass fucking podcast i appreciate you joining me again on to the next one bro yeah, man. See you guys around. Peace.